In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, please be seated. When this whole pandemic thing was coming down really hard back in March of 2020, I texted Father Neil with a, a question that had been on my heart. And I asked, as God had sent the fiery serpents into the wilderness in the days of Moses, and by God's command, Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on a stick so that when people were bitten, they could look to the bronze serpent and be healed. I asked Father Neil, did, has God sent this coronavirus so named because of its resemblance to a crown so that we will look to him who went to the cross for us with a thorny crown and now wears the crown of glory. And Father Neil replied that this didn't fit the model of the God of the New Testament that we hear of and that while he can use this affliction he did not intentionally send it. We can't always see the fullness of God's purpose when we go through dark times. When Jeremiah was prophesying, he was telling the people of Israel, you must repent, for they had turned to loving and worshiping their idols more than loving and worshiping the living God. And the people turned deaf ear to Jeremiah's prophesying and went on sinning. And so Babylon came through those great armies and they turned Jerusalem into a parking lot and they took away in captivity the people. And their captivities lasted roughly 60 years. As we have gone through this past year, sometimes questioning in our hearts, where is God in the midst of all this? So must have those people in captivity wondered, where is he? Where did he go? What's he doing? Well, the answer is God is where he's always been. He's with us. He's with us. And even those in captivity back in those days couldn't see that God was going to bring back a remnant of Israel to Jerusalem. In fact, Jeremiah had prophesied, he who scattered Israel will gather them as a shepherd gathers a flock. And they also couldn't see that even God was going to use a foreign ruler, Cyrus the Great of Persia, to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem so that the people could return to worship God in his house. And if that wasn't enough, at the end of all this, God entered into a new covenant 
with his people. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The law is no longer written on tablets of stone, cold and unfeeling. The law is written on our hearts. And this new covenant, generations later, God fulfilled in an even more full way. He put the law into the body of a man named Jesus. And Jesus taught us and preached to us and showed us how God really is what he looks like. Jesus is always saying, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And that same Father, Son, and Holy Spirit dwells today with us. And what we are to do is to trust in him and obey him and seek him more and more so that God's plan of salvation will come to fruition. And one day we will glory in his presence and we will see him face to face. Amen. <laughs>